Welcome back to When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. When the Right One Comes, helping you navigate through the dating and relationship space. We are thrilled that you join us and we hope that you download this episode so you can listen to it again and again. Let's tune into the conversation. And be glad and thank you, Angelica, and to all of the mods. Um, that's on. And those of you that are listening by podcast, uh, if you don't know uh, any messages that you've heard, you can go to my podcast um, that has been going for some years now. Uh, these messages are loaded up um, by Monday afternoon. Uh, if you're on the mailing list, it will notify you or if you are a subscriber to my podcast and you're just looking for when the right one comes with Greg Davis I want to get right to it. When the storm is calling your name, um, it is uh, impossible to live through life and not go through a storm. Um, An old preacher once said, uh, actually, Pastor Jasper Williams said, either you're, you're, you're going into a storm, you're in a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. Thank all of you that I've invited up uh, to come and surround the stage and uh, be a part of um, uh, some of our regulars. Um, either you're going to a storm, you're in a storm, or you're coming out. You cannot go through life without going through a storm. Um, I, I, I see the word used a lot uh, they were toxic. Uh, they are a narcissist. A narcissist. They, um, they are this and they are that. The truth of the matter is, who is they? Who's they? Because let me let me talk about me because I don't want to talk about nobody else. It's, it's it's the holiday weekend and I know I don't want to ruin your holiday. You might burn your, your your meat on the grill or mess up your day with your kids. But the truth is that some of us are the they. Um, some of us uh, are the people that we talk about because if you notice, we always talk about they and them. I have been guilty of some of the things that I just said. Some of the things that I've went through, nobody did it to me. I made, Candace, uh, bad decisions. I made bad choices. I trusted the wrong people. I spoke to the wrong people. I dealt with the wrong people. But thank God when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I acted as a child, but when I got older, I put away childish things. But what do you do when the storm is calling your name? What do you do when the reason why you're in a storm is because you've caused the storm yourself? What do you do when, when you can't blame anybody? It's easy to point the finger at somebody else. It's easy to say that somebody else caused this in my life. But what do you do, Quanisha, when the storm 
of life is pointing its finger at you. What do you do when you can't play the blame game? To thine own self be true. What do you do? And I know this is a little hard, but uh, we're taking a journey to find the right one. And these rooms that I do, that I speak in, it is to make us all better. I just happen to be the mailman delivering the mail. So we need to take a, a, a look at ourselves. Why am I in the situation that I'm in right now? Why is the storm calling my name? Why am I going through what I'm going through? Did I, what? Not if I did something, what did I do? And I'm not gonna be long because I know it's the holiday way. What did I do to cause this storm? What what put me in this predicament? What what I can't look at nobody else. Yes. Yes. The person that I'm with is causing me a headache. But I let, let me give you an example. The the last time that I um said I do, the person told me. Candace said, listen, I'm damaged goods. Uh, you don't need to talk to me. You don't need to, you don't need to try to enter into a relationship with me. But what did I do? I did what many people do. I tried to put my cape on and save the day. And how did that work? I was abandoned by that very person because they told me. So guess what? It's not my fault. I mean, it's not her fault. Angela, it was my fault. That is a case of the storm was calling my name. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one here. I'm not the only one that had made decisions. And it's easy to say, well, she was damaged. No. I had forewarning. It's just like uh, I lived in Louisiana uh, for some time, 12, 13 years. And I lived on the golf and I would follow the lead of my bishop, Bishop Morton, and those that I knew that had lived there for a long time. And whenever a hurricane would come, they said, we're gonna ride it out. We're gonna ride out the storm. But there was a hurricane that came by the name of Katrina. And I noticed this was a little different because everybody was leaving. There are a lot of people that stayed and said they're gonna ride it out like they've been, but it wasn't the news media's fault because the news media said, this is gonna be like no other hurricane we've ever seen. So a lot of the destruction and a lot of people that died was because they stayed and they didn't go. How many of you have stayed places? Erica, how many of you stayed in relationships, Monique? How many of you stayed around people or stayed around jobs that they had expired and it caused havoc in your life? That's when the storm, Jessica Torian, is calling your name. There are situations, Angela, that we did not have to put ourselves into. Nobody Y'all, y'all, I can tell y'all don't like this message. No, no, nobody forced us. Nobody pushed us. 
Nobody begged us. But the storm was calling our name. We knew they wasn't any good. We knew what they did for a living. We knew how they moved. We knew, we knew their core. We knew their character. But we just had to be with them because they looked good. But the storm was calling our name. Business alliances, business deals with people that you knew. And ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, if it sound too good to be true, then more than likely, what it is. When the storm is calling, when, when, when what you're dealing with is the making, eh, I'm about to get happy, of your own doing. Because you do realize it only takes one night to turn into a storm. It only takes one encounter. I've been there, y'all. And sometimes the storm calls your name when you change up the way you do things. I'm one. I'm going to be very transparent today, Wanda. I'm one. I don't believe in going over people's house. You, you, you. I live, I live in, in Atlanta, in my Atlanta place. I, 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 I I'm, I'm one door down between me and my friend, Prophet McKenzie, we live in the same building. And he has to pass my place in order to get to his place. He's probably been to my place 10 times to one time that I've been to his place. I just was raised that way. I just don't go over people's place. And the one time, the storm of my own making, that I change, some men go understand this. When I change the way that I did things, that's when the storm called my name. Y'all not saying nothing. Y'all, y'all, y'all know my favorite movie. If you've been hanging out with me, it's called American Gangster, Torium. And uh, 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 Denzel uh, uh, played the lead character, and Denzel was very careful not to be in the limelight, but when he changed the way he did because he loved his wife. And she bought him a chinchilla coat to go to the fight. And he looked strange when he, I see y'all know the story, Linwood, uh, Pastor Linwood. When he changed up and wore that chinchilla coat, that's when the special agents noticed. They said, who is he? We've never seen him. And they had to look him up. He then had a storm of his own making. You know the story. He went home and put the, the coat in the fire because he realized that the storm was calling his name. I'm in, I'm in Jonah, since Angelic is always trying to figure out where I'm going. I'm in Jonah, the first chapter. And the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amidi, go to the great city of Nineveh, preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. The instructions are clear. Go to this great city of Nineveh. Don't preach for it, but preach against it. The instructions are clear. Go to Nineveh, preach against it because its wickedness has come before me. The, the, the instructions in life are very clear sometimes. But sometimes 
We don't like the instructions that God gives us. God tells us to go left and we want to go right. God say, you know, he ain't no good. You know, she ain't no good. She talk a good game, but you know, that ain't, that ain't for you. It's against everything, your core values. Ain't nobody saying nothing that, Ruby. It's against your core values. Yeah, they, they six foot two. Huh? But they got a four feet, a four feet five mindset. Height and how good somebody look and how fine they are does not negate their nasty personality. You can have a good look on the ins on the outside, but have a nasty disposition on the inside. I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how good you look, but if you got a nasty attitude, it turns everything around for me, and it becomes a storm. When you know touching the touching the stove is hot and it's going to burn you. As the parents used to say, and you still touch the stove and you get burnt. Whose fault is it? The instructions. Many of you have had instructions of what to do, what not to do. But you had a case of, I'm almost done. I'm going to let y'all go eat y'all barbecue and get ready for your picnic on Sunday. It's the holiday weekend. But the instructions for this man named Jonah. And, and, and hey, don't shoot me down. Don't shoot me down. I'm just telling the story. Pastor uh, Linwood, Dr. Nick, I don't know if this is, you know, some scholars said it's not a real story. It don't matter. It's in the Bible. So then if it, if it was not real, it don't make a difference because it's in the word. So it's something that we need to learn. His instructions was to go to Nineveh, preach against it because of his witness. But the whole thing changes if you're a preacher, Linwood, in verse number two. It changes. Somebody say, get the butt out of your life. Get your butt out of your life. Get the butt. The whole thing changes in verse two. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and hated to Tarshish. He ran away from the Lord. Whenever, uh-huh, whenever you run away from what God has said in your life. I, I remember my grandfather was the prophet of my life. My grandfather, my grandfather was the one who who raised me from nine years up. And I used to hate to tell my grandfather anything, Elisha, because I didn't want to hear his, I didn't want to hear, come on up Habiba, come on up Brandy. I didn't want to hear his opinion on it. And and, and it was one time I, uh, my, 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 my son, my oldest, uh, 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 my, no, my, my second oldest son, me and his mom was together and he said, Boy, uh, 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 it, this ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna last. I made it last for three years, and my grandfather said it wasn't gonna last three months. We start fussing and fighting. In the first second, she would, she would, she would be the fighter and the aggressor. I lived in a storm that I didn't have to. Going the wrong way. <laughs> My grandfather was the voice in my life. Nothing that he had told me. I still hear his voice today when stuff, when I, when I make decisions, I can hear his voice. I, I, another situation, my grandfather, the organization that I'm in, my grandfather shielded me. I didn't see a lot of stuff. He said, boy, 
when you start going out here, you're going to see stuff that you never saw before. I want to go to the graveyard now and tell my grandfather, you're right. When the storm hey, is calling your name. Now, Jonah is going the opposite way. The word of the Lord comes to Jonah. How many of you are going the opposite way? Because of what God told you. Uh, uh, how many are going the different way of what God said? Uh, you, God told you to start the business, but you are going the opposite way because you think it's about the money. And I told you, you got to learn how to put a demand on your faith. That that faith is the is the is the currency of the kingdom. You could be in financial storms that are calling your name. Nobody put you in there. You couldn't help it. You just needed another pair of Versace shoes. You need another pair of YSL. You need some more Jimmy Choo's. You're in debt now. Your credit cards are maxed up only because. Bless your heart, Elisha. Thank you for that seed because Elisha just sowed and she said discipline because that's what this message is all about. When the storm is calling your name, then Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed in the opposite direction. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port after Paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed to Tasha and fleed from the Lord. Now, now I want you to serve notice, Torian, on the word down. Whenever you go the opposite way of God, come here, come here, come here, Linwood. I'm a preacher. Don't you hold me. Don't you put no crap. Whenever you go the opposite way, some of you are running from what God said. You are trying to. You're trying to put a band-aid of some man. You're trying to put a band-aid of some woman. You think a relationship is going to make it better. And actually, Kimberly, the void is not, is not filled with somebody. It's filled by doing what God said in your life. When you really get in that place that God has called you, you don't need nobody to fill a void. You learn how to work and do what God has called you to do, Brandon. He went down. But the word of the Lord in verse 1 says, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because of his wickedness. But instead, Jonah went the opposite way. Now, now watch this. I'm in verse 3 in case y'all didn't know. Jonah 1. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. Such a violent storm. Here comes the storm, because I told you, either you are going to a storm, either you are in a storm, or you coming out of a storm. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All of the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God. They threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. They don't, they're not aware. They're not aware. They they, they they think that throwing the cargo over is going to cause them to be able to say, be saved. But let me tell you something. When there is a when there is a storm that is calling your name, Janelle, not only are you affected, y'all not gonna say nothing in here, but everybody in the boat is affected. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Ah, uh, there's some things that your family, y'all not saying nothing. There's some things that your family 
uh, uh, goes through because of your decision. That's why parents got to be careful. Women, ladies, single mothers got to be careful who you bring over your kids, what man you introduce to your kids. Ah, you just met him and you got him calling him uncle already. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You just met him and you already got him over your kids. He already coming over for dinner. You already got him calling him daddy and you don't even know the spirit that's being put over your kids. You don't know the spirit that you're bringing in your house. You don't know the generational curse because you need to understand that when you have children, you're not just, hallelujah to the lamb, you're not just making decisions for yourself. You are making decisions for your foe and everybody else. You're not just making decisions for your born children. You're making decisions for your grandchildren and your grandchildren's grandchildren. I heard Pastor Jamal, and I've said this before, I heard Pastor Jamal say this morning that isn't it funny that we're the only people that only talk about our children, but whenever God talked about uh, uh, generations, he said the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he talked generational. So you got to be careful because not only is the storm going to affect you, somebody's crying on this app right now because I'm talking to you, huh? Not only is the storm affecting you, but everybody on the boat, everybody in your house, some storms on your job, everybody, because a wrong, disobedient, undisciplined, ain't nobody saying nothing because we don't like this. You know the messages we like, that God's going to do it. Touch your neighbor three times and tell him God's going to do it. No, sometimes God's not going to do it because of disobedience, because we know that God told us not to go a certain way, but we decide we don't like it when the storm is calling our name. What do you do? What do you do? So in verse number four, everybody on the ship is affected by the storm because Jonah did not go. Hey, my sister, Tasha, you're welcome to come up. But Jonah had gone below deck where he laid down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Hmm? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us that we will not perish. Even those that don't know your God, y'all ain't saying nothing. Linwood, you better stop clicking your mic. They're going to get mad at you, Torian. Uh, uh, even people that don't know your God, y'all ain't saying nothing. When when trouble comes, they know who to come to. And they don't. They, they, they didn't realize that he was the making. What do you do when everybody is looking at you to call on your God and they don't realize the reason why the storm is raging is because of disobedience? Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, there are people that are dependent on you. Y'all ain't saying nothing to get them through the storm. They, they, they know who to go. They know who to go to when the storm is happening in their life. They know who to call on when the storm. I, I feel a little something in my voice and this ain't that kind of thing. They, they know who to call on. You, you're the one that they come to in the family to pray. You're the one that they come to on the job. Uh, to pray. You the one that they come to. But what happens, Junie, when the reason why the storm is going on, on the job, on the family, in the family, 
is because the storm has your name on it. Storms in life, they come to get your attention. They come to get you back on course. They come to get you on your knees to pray to God. They come to get your attention. Did I tell y'all in verse one, he told him, he said, I need you to go to Nineveh and I need you to preach. But he went at verse two, the opposite way. What happens when you know they ain't no good? What happens when, when you know that the reason why the relationship didn't work is because you saw, you saw signs in the beginning. You saw signs in the beginning. You saw little things, but you was too deep in. I told y'all before, I don't care if I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to walk across the, the, the finish line and get ready to say I do. If, if, if God said it's not so, especially at this point in my life, because I'm tired of storms calling my name. <laughs> Look at verse number seven and I'm out of here. He's trying to run. He's trying to hide. He goes deeper down. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots. We got to find out why this storm is here. Don't just go through a storm and don't know what, what's causing it. Some people just go through storms and don't even know why it's caused. They said, we're going to find out. Huh? I'm not going to go through nothing that I don't have to go through. Y'all not saying nothing. Some of you got people around you in your life and the storm ain't even about you. Let me tell y'all something. Let, let me make sense of this. Uh, my, 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 my auntie, her name was Joanna. Uh, we were raised as siblings. Uh, my grandparents only had one child, Erica, uh, Junie. My grandparents only had one child, and her name was Joanna. And, and, and Tasha, uh, I, I was brought into the family at nine years old, and we was raised. She was older than me. Uh, we was raised, though, as sister and brother. Uh, I never got in trouble. The only time that I got in trouble, <laughs> why? Somebody asked me why, uh, was because of Joanna. Uh-huh. Uh, every every iron cord whipping, every switch uh, uh, beating that I got uh, as a kid wasn't because of me. It was because of my Auntie Joanna. Uh, every now and then, you should check out why the storm is around you because some storms is not because of you, but you need to identify as we get ready to go into the the sixth month of the year, you need to identify who's around you that's causing storms. The Bible says that they they begin to they begin to cast lots because we we got to know why the storm is here on the ship. We 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 didn't we didn't even see the storm coming. There was no forecast of the storm, but we let this guy on the ship. And we got to see, they begin to cast lots. To find, I'm, I'm almost done to find out whose responsibility was this. Because every storm has a responsibility. Every storm has a reason. Even the meteorologists will tell you that the storm came up from this area. And it was caused because uh, hot and cold began to collide against one another. It was caused because of this, uh, 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 this or that. Uh, there is always a reason. And there's always a cause. For the storm <laughs> so they asked they cast lots and the lot fell on jonah bingo so they asked them tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble for us 
you ain't got to be doing that just like my auntie me and my auntie i ain't got i i wasn't doing nothing but i i got whippings by my grandfather my grandfather would stand up and say this boy i i don't have to wake him up in the morning but the reason why i would get whippings is because my auntie was on the ship and we was all in the same house they asked him, said, what kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? Who you for? As they used to say in Louisiana, who your people? He answered, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them and they asked, what have you done? <laughs> he knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting not better, but it was getting rougher. Because whatever, Joy, whatever you are supposed to do for God, Linwood, you ain't saying nothing no more. You done left me out here, Linwood. You done left me out here, Nehemiah. Whatever God has called you to do, whatever your yes is supposed to be to a day, whatever your yes is supposed to be to Dr. Nick, God will continue to cause storms in your life He's going to get the yes. Y'all not saying nothing. I said, he is going to get the yes. He is. Hey, hey, that's why I never worry about when, when, I, when, when, when I challenge folk to give. I, 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 Sometimes the Lord need me to say, let me tell you something. If God wants you to give, he's going to get it one way or another. I, I have seen it happen. I was supposed to give. And, and, and the, the amount that I was supposed to give that God told me to give, I end up having to pay for a tire. I end up having to get something done on the car. That's why you pay your tithes and offering because it rebukes the devourer of the land. It causes, you can, let me tell you something. If you're obedient to pay your tithes and offering, y'all ain't saying nothing in here. When you pay your tithes and offering, you can be on a ball tire and it won't go flat. But you can be on good tires and it'll go flat if you're not doing what you're supposed to say. When the storm they're going to put me out of here. It's calling your name. Yeah. He said, here's what you got to do. And I'm done. If I was in church, I'd tell the music to play. Pick me up. Mm-hmm. And throw me into the sea. Y'all ain't saying nothing. This storm is for me. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I, I'm the one that's... I, I'm... They asked him, say, what what do we do to, to what do we do to make the sea calm down for us? Because we don't need to go through something that our name ain't on. How many of you have went through stuff that your name ain't on? But because you with the wrong people. I'm saying it with my chest in case y'all wonder what I'm hitting. Huh? How many of you went through stuff because you was with the wrong person? You married the wrong person. You went out with the wrong person. You dated the wrong person. And all you have to show for it is say, I got beautiful kids. Thank God that that came from it. Pick me up. Throw me into the sea. He replied. It will become calm. You know why? Because the storm is calling my name. Have you ever been in a storm that you know was the making of your own doing? Have you ever been in through something that you knew you the one that caused it? It's not always them. 
It's not always the other guy. One of the things that I do, Angelica, whenever I go through a storm, I check myself out. Junie, you know I've been teaching this for years. I, I need to know what did I do. That's why I tell y'all when you come out of a relationship, write down what it is they did, but write down what it is you did if you really want to know. What what keeps you keep why do you keep going through these hurricanes? Why do you keep going through these tornadoes? Why are you always, I'm scared of somebody that's always in a storm because it's about bad decisions. It's about uh, picking the wrong people. It's about disobedience of what God has called you to do in life. Some people have lost their jobs because the storm is calling their name. And God said, the only way that I can get you to walk away and have faith is you gotta, I gotta take it away from you. Don't let God, y'all not saying nothing in here. Don't let God take it away from you in order to get your attention. Don't let God cause you to lose it in order for him to say yes. Hey, y'all, we got to stop playing the blame game. Everything is not everybody else's fault. Everything ain't the cause of everybody else. Jonah knew. If you throw me overboard, there's an old song, Tasha, that said, throw me overboard, I got a hiding place. In the word of God. He said, he said, just, just throw me overboard. And the storm will cease. Just, just put me in the direction. You're not saying nothing that I'm supposed to be going in. Cause this ain't gonna get better. It's gonna get, hey y'all, when a storm is calling your name and you won't say yes, it's not gonna get better. It's gonna get worse. Pick me up, throw me into the sea, he replied. It will become calm. I know that this is my fault. The great storm has come upon you because of me. You feeling the waves because of something that I did. You feeling what you're feeling because of something your kids are going through because of something that you did. Your, your, your job, your family, everybody around you. You ever been irritated before? And everybody got to feel the effects. Everybody's feeling the waves. Everybody's feeling the storm. I've been there before. I've been there before. I've been there before, the people that I love, my, my kids, my children. Because of the storm that was calling me. I've been there before. I've been there before. Y'all know I'm transparent. I've been there before. I've been there before, Jessica. I've been there before, Wanda. I've been there before, Verla. I've been there before that the ones I love, Junie and others, those that served up under me when the storm was calling my name, but because I was there for their storm. And I spoke grace to them. It's bad when you're going through a storm and don't have nobody to speak grace to you because they ain't got enough love for you to throw you overboard and get you in the right direction. You need somebody, Angelica, y'all ain't saying that. You need somebody that when you're going through something, they got enough in them 
to throw you overboard and get you in the right direction. It may be mean, but uh, I need somebody that's going to love me back. i never forget, I was talking to my family about a storm, and my kids say, why in the world would you tell us when, we've been, when you've been there for us for everything? They begin to name the storms that they've been through. And I and I was there to throw them overboard and get them back in direction. Y'all not saying that. They say, we would have been there for you. You didn't have to carry this. Ah, but when you, when you live in a glass house and you throw stones, <laughs> so they threw him overboard. They threw him, pick me up. But instead, the men did their best to, to roll back, but they could not, for the sea grew wilder. You don't need people around you that's gonna try to help you stay in your storm. You don't need people around you that's gonna be your yes men. You need somebody to say, this is the direction you need to go. They tried to go and help him and go away from where he was supposed to go. And they cried out to the Lord, please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing this innocent man for you, Lord, have done as you please. They took Jonah. They said, enough is enough, buddy. This ain't our storm. And they took Jonah and they threw him overboard. Because the storm was calling his name. The sea grew immediately. The sea grew, grew calm. And the men greatly feared the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice. Because they saw who was in charge. But now Jonah had to deal with going where God. There are some storms, Tasha, that we don't have to go through if we just do what God said in the first place. I'm getting ready to close. It's my third closing. I'm Baptist. Grew up Baptist. There are some storms. Hallelujah. That if we just obeyed the first verse, go to Nineveh. You may not, you ain't gonna like everything God tells you. I'm done, y'all. Good evening. Good evening, Linwood. Good afternoon. Those of you that are listening by, by podcast, good afternoon, wherever you're listening across the world. Good evening. Good afternoon. I said, you don't have to like every assignment. There's some things that, that I've been, that God told me to do that I didn't want to do. But there was a blessing. There's some people that I didn't want to be bothered with. There's some assignments. You don't have to like the assignment, but you do have to do the assignment because God knows that you're called for the assignment. It's not about what you like, it's about what you're called to do. Do you think I always feel like coming in clubhouse, but I know the assignment right now? Do you think I always like doing my television? I, I'm ready to go off TV from the Word Network. I've been ready. But God told me, he said, it's for the younger generation for you to give them a platform. So I'm like the old television host. I, I do two or three days out of the week and I let other people host and I pull up the next generation 
You don't have to like the assignment, but you do have to do the assignment. The problem is you get somewhere and somebody there that rattles your nerves, you don't want to do it. The storm called his name because he didn't want to go and preach to those people. Sometimes you think you're too good to be called to who God calls you to. Sometimes you think God showed us all. I'm done. That's my closing. I'm my done. God. God showed us all. Wasn't about the brick and mortar. Wasn't about the church. We all grew. Those of us that had an ear to hear what the Lord was saying, we, we grew from the pandemic. I want to, I want to, I want to talk to two or three people in here. It's not too late for the storm to stop. It, 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 it's, it's not too late for the winds to stop in your life. It, 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 it's, it's, it's get ready to pray, Dr. Nick, if you're in the place. Text me if you're not. Uh, it's not too late. It's not too late to give him a yes. I don't know what your storm is. I don't know what you're going against the, the prick. I don't know what it is that, 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 that God has called you to do, and you just don't want to do it. And it may take too much faith. It may take too much challenge. It may, it may pull everything out of you. But there is a next. Don't make no difference whether you've been in the storm. Joe Lagun, y'all too old to know about this. Mighty Clouds of Joy, then would you know? Uh, he said, I've been in the storm too long. Nehemiah, I forgot you from down there. I've been in the storm too long. Some of y'all in here, you've been in the storm too long. And it's the storm of your own making. What do you do? You have sense enough to go where God told you to go. If he told you to move to another city, another state, you got sense enough to do it. I don't care if you're getting ready to walk in the church and God said, this ain't your husband. Run. Run. I don't care if they ain't seven foot, six foot tall and God said, it is your husband. That's where you go. We laugh a lot in this room. We laugh a lot in this club. We, we, we challenge. We have our different opinions about stuff. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about how they look. It's not about, it's not about how tall they are. It's not about how they smile. It's not about dimples. It's not about uh, 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 big booty, little booty, whatever it is. It's about whether or not God has told you that this is the one. Because many times what God, what we want and what God tells us is different. And we say we have self-imposed storms. Some of you are having storms of working in jobs right now that you know will only rest in places. That's why he told Abraham, get up from here, you and from your kinfolk and go to the promised land. He stopped at a rest stop that was only supposed to be there for a while. He stayed too long. I can't bless you here. My friend Bishop Marvin Sapp, he has a sermon years ago. He used to preach for me. We'd come to Louisiana and he'd say, I'm going to bless you, but not here. Sometimes the storm is in a city that you're not supposed to be in no longer. God told you to move, but you don't have the faith for the move.
Y'all not saying nothing in here. What do you do when the storm is calling your name? Hopefully you got some people that'll say, I need to throw you out of here and, and, and you need to go back in the direction that you're supposed to be. He's in the sea now and God causes a big fish to catch him. You do know the end of the story that he did go where he's supposed to go because God is ultimately going to get you where you need to go. Now, the question is, Torin, you're going to like this. Are you going to go with a, without a storm or are you going to go with a storm calling your name? I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. I don't want him to force me no more. The only way the storm is going to cease the one that got your name on it. And if you got children, if you got people that you love, you'll cause a storm for everybody else. Don't let pride, don't let you being stuck in your ways. I'm talking to me too. Don't let your, don't let your pride, because one thing about pride, you know what comes next. A fall comes next. It's not about you liking where you're supposed to be. I stayed in the city, Tasha. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Tasha, I stayed in the city called Morgan City, Louisiana, right on the golf. One way I was supposed to go when I got to New Orleans, but it was where I was sent. I stayed there 12 years. Measurable. And God spoke to me sitting in the chair. Marvin used to come to me and he'd, I'd have him sing that song. This is not the time for giving up. I slumped down in the chair and I cried like a baby. Whenever I come off the road, I had to go back to a population of 14,000. I'm from Detroit. Detroit, then Candace had, had a million people. But God sends me to Nineveh. And God spoke to me and said, boy, because he didn't call, he don't call me bishop. Y'all call me bishop. God called me to preach. He didn't call me to be a bishop. My bishop made me a bishop. He said, boy, until you settle down here in Morgan City, you're not going to be blessed. And it's when I settle down is when God began to bless me. Woo! It's in Morgan City that I got my first three cameras and and, and 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 television equipment it's in morgan city that i got cars that i had never had in my life it's in morgan city that my calendar for preaching across the world began to fill up it was in a dry place because it's not about where you want to go it's about where god assigned you and when you go to the wrong place a storm will come if this message was for you today, I want you to hit hand raising. If this word was for you today, I don't want you to be ashamed. I want you to hit hand raising and say, Bishop, this word was for me today. It was for me. The storm, I've had storms. I got storm right now calling my name. It's more than two people. It's more than, thank you, man, for telling me. It's some of you that's on the stage. You need to click your mic if this message was for you. Some of you don't want people to know, but I'm going to tell you, I've had some storms call my name. I've had some storms call my name. 
I've had some things that I made the bad decisions for, that I made wrong decisions for. I've had some storms that wasn't nobody else's fault but mine. When the storm is calling your name. Dr. Nick, would you pray for us today? Yes, Bishop. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, before we ask for anything. If the Lord gives you something, Dr. Nick, you don't you aren't the okay. right prayer, but go ahead. Absolutely. Bishop, you said something. Um I know you. <laughs> you said all of us, we're some we, we can find ourselves in one of these categories. We either in the storm, just coming out the storm, or we are heading into the storm. One of the best things that we can do for ourselves is to acknowledge right where we are. If I was to ask you right now to put in the chat where you're seated, where you're standing, where you're walking right now, you know, because you are very aware of where you are in this present moment. And so it is when it comes to the storms that are in our lives. We need to be honest with ourselves and hear me well when I say this. Knowing where you are, even if you are in a storm, does not mean that you don't love God, does not mean you don't trust God, does not mean that God doesn't love you, does not mean that God has taken his hand off you. Sometimes we are in a storm because God is trying to show us something. He's trying to teach us something, and sometimes he's trying to challenge us, and sometimes he wants us to move. There is a purpose for our storm, and God does not waste frustration. He does not waste pain. He does not waste time. So the first thing I want all of us to do right now is to acknowledge and ask ourselves, am I in a storm? And then the next question I want you to ask yourself is, what do I want to do about the storm? Because here is the truth. There are many people who are in a storm who have become comfortable being uncomfortable. But I believe that there is somebody under the sound of my voice right now that says, I may be in a storm, but I will not die here. I may have fallen. It may even be my fault. I may have gotten caught up in something that I should not have gotten caught up in. And I told God I, I wouldn't do it again. But this storm that I'm in right now is calling my name to come higher. It's calling my name to come out. It's calling my name to be healed, delivered, and set free. And so it is on today, God. We come praying, God, and thanking you for allowing us to even be alive and present in this space and place and time. And God, right now, I come praying and I come asking you to come and see about all of our needs, God, and allow us to be honest enough to, to be able to say where we are in our lives right now. And allow us, God, to even even know if I'm in a storm right now, this storm did not come to stay, but this storm did come to allow me to come out on another side. And God, I ask that you please help us to remember what Isaiah 43 and two says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and the flames will not set you ablaze. So we say on today, God, that you are walking with us. You are talking with us and you are with us right here in the midst of our storm, we even lift our hands as a sign of surrenderance and say, I give all of me over to you, God. I can't do it anymore. I'm tired of being tackled by this storm. I'm tired of being a race figuratively speaking by this storm. I'm tired of being abused by this storm. I'm tired of being in a place where I don't even live. I find myself existing. God, I ask right now that you touch all of us, God. And even for those of us who are in storms because it was not 
not our fault. Help us to realize it may not have been our fault, but it is our responsibility. It's our responsibility, our responsibility to come up out of this. And with ourselves and our own capability, we can't do all things, but we can do all things through you, God. So we speak right now, God. I speak to anything in any situation that we are in and say, this is not the end. Even before the end of this month, and I know it's only a couple of days from now, that you will send a message to Bishop and say, I was in that room and I heard you talk about the storm calling my name and I was able to say, God, I'm surrendering to you and I want to come out. And you're going to be able to send Bishop a back chat and say, I heard that word. I heard that word. I even planted my seed into that word. And because I did, I came out, but not only came out, but I came out with a victory. And this is not the end of my story. I will not die, but I will live beyond this story, beyond this storm, and I'll be able to look back and say, look what God has done. In Jesus' name we pray, we believe. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the storm is calling your name. When the storm is calling your name. I want those of you today, I pray on what I'm going to ask for. And there are two levels. Those of you that will sow a seed of $33, 33, it marks the ministry of Jesus, his assignment. His assignment was finished. 33. Yeah. 33. 33. Those of you that will sow $33 and just say, my assignment, my assignment. Because really what this is about was um, Jonah not wanting to fulfill his assignment. It's our Sunday word. We call for offering 33. And then there, there, there are those of you that will say, I'm going to give 133 Bishop. The Lord has blessed me. I appreciate your ministry. And I want to sow. I want to sow. Dollar sign. Greg Davis 10. The cash app is there. Dollar sign. Greg Davis 10. When the storm is calling your name. $33 seed. Dollar sign. Greg Davis 10. Dollar sign. Greg Davis 10. And then those of you that would sow. 133. Get the seed in the ground. Seed meets needs. Seed meets needs. Seed also says, I heard the word and I want to sow into the word. The cash app is there. You can go right to the cash app. Dollar sign, Greg Davis 10. You can go to PayPal. Contact Greg Davis at gmail.com. Contact Greg Davis at gmail.com. Or you can go to um, 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 the website if you're out of the country, Greg Davis Show, Greg Davis Show uh, dot com. So that seat of 33. 33 represents the ministry of Jesus, his assignment that he did and accomplished. Even Jesus himself. When he sat in the garden of Gethsemane, he says, man, can you let this cup pass? But you know what? 
nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. You're not going to like everything today. Sow your seed of faith, dollar sign, Greg Davis 10, dollar sign, Greg Davis 10, Gmail, Greg Davis Show. Thank you, uh, Dr. Barbie and uh, Alicia. She said, I'm, I want to give that 33. She added to what she had already given earlier. Thank you. Uh, let's give at least 20 of you today out of the uh, 50 some people that still left. So that seed, if you believe in the ministry, you believe in what it is that I do, so that seed, you, the word blesses you on Sundays. So that seed of faith and watch God bless you. I like what Dr. Nick said, because I believe there's some people that's going to come back. Always come back and testify. Go in the back chat and tell me, Bishop, this word was for me or I, I, I went through this. Thank you, Kathy. I went through this. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh, I went through this. I was in the storm. Uh, I went through a storm. Uh, Bishop, I was in the storm because I know that that storm was calling my Thank you, Stacy. Uh, the storm was calling my name. This liberated me. This set you free. It's not to condemn because Lord knows I've caused some storms of my own making in my life and bad decisions, bad, bad choices, people. Uh, you ain't got to be doing nothing for the storm to call you. You could, you could just make a bad decision, be with the wrong person. These people had the wrong person on their boat. Dollar sign, Greg Davis, 10. Uh, any of our mods want to just say anything regarding the message? Any of the mods want to say anything before we go? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Linwood, I'm surprised. But you was clicking the mic. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for, for being. Go, go ahead, Linwood. I knew you had something. Yeah, I, I was just in here worshiping and praising God, Bishop, for for the word because you know my transition and and in this time and I know that there's someone else that does not either understand their assignment or does not want to participate in the assignment that they have been given. I'm in a place of both Bishop. You and I have talked personally and I made an announcement of where I'm serving and what I'm doing now. And after serving as a senior pastor for so long, uh, it seems almost out of place and out of touch of the assignment that I'm in in this season, but glory be to God that he's still using me, even after I've created some storms for myself and some storms that I have allowed people around me to create. I just connected and the word resonated with me so much, Bishop, that I sent you the text that the word was for me. And I glorify God today that he's still able to do exceedingly and above all that we can ask or think. I thank God for you today, Bishop. I thank God for the word. And I'm sowing into the word on today. I love you, but God loves you best. Thank you. Anybody else before we go? We're about four minutes over. Hey Amen. I'm looking at the comments and thank you all. Uh, uh, thank you all for 
saying that this blessed you, appreciate you so much. Um, okay, we're about to go, y'all. Um, again, last call for seed. Uh, thank you, Robert, uh, for the seed. Dollar sign, Greg Davis, 10, $33. If you don't have the 33, you give the 12. You know how we do. The seed of order, you give the 12. Uh, somebody the Lord is speaking to to give the 133 dollar sign. Greg Davis, 10. You can um, uh, go in Angelica's picture. She has the other ways of you giving. Uh, if you are out of the country, as some of you have told me before, you can go to Greg Davis Show com and use your credit card i appreciate you all you all have a great great sunday it's a beautiful day here where i'm at we'll be on with the prophets tonight at nine o'clock to continue uh with the word thank you habiba thank you uh reverend dr shirley blessings to you on today all right y'all we going uh y'all have a great day enjoy the view Go with God, everybody. Pray that you enjoy the word. If you came in late, you can listen to the replay and it will be on my podcast tomorrow. Or by Tuesday. Tomorrow's a holiday, but by Tuesday. Enjoy your day. Go with God. Go with God. Thank you for listening to the conversation on today on When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. We hope this conversation added value to your life and that you were able to take notes that you can refer back to at a later date as you navigate through your dating and relationship spaces. As a valued listener of When the Right One Comes, we have three action steps that you can help us with as we continue to help you. Number one, download this episode. Yes, download this episode so that you can continue to listen to it over and over again. Number two, share this podcast with your friends and your family so they can have value added to their life as well. And number three, soul into the vision, soul into the mission here at When the Right One Comes by sending a cash out to dollar sign greg davis 10 that's dollar sign greg davis 10 with your monetary donation this can help us to continue the great work that we're doing here at when the right one comes helping you all navigate through your dating and relationship spaces thank you so much for listening on today we hope you tune in on the next episode of when the right one comes with bishop greg davis